0: Say long A long way from Claire to here. It's a On that other ocean, it's a long way from the year here. It's a
1: Right, folks. There you go. Welcome to Keologus Crack here on a um, on a lovely sunny uh, morning here in Toronto. Mr. O'Brien here uh, live from Keologus Crack Radio here, and um, I'm solo here in the studio today. And now it's very lonely. Although the peace and quiet is sometimes not a bad thing, but um, the man himself is on the line here, and um, he's actually uh, beyond across the pond. Kenny, good morning. How are you doing? A very uh, good afternoon,
2: Mark. To you. How's things?
1: Ah, sure, I keep forgetting. you afternoon it's nice over it's
2: Yeah, you're saying it's nice and sunny there. I'm afraid on the west coast of Ireland here in uh, in Sligo, it is dull, dreary, uh, wet, no. and cold. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid so. S- I'm afraid so. so. You wouldn't be playing. Uh, you would. wouldn't be playing any golf here today. Now, I'll tell you.
1: Ah, sure. And, uh, you you'd be a little bit soft anyway these days, you know.
2: I, would, yeah. <laughs> I uh I went out early this morning to watch my nephew play uh, a soccer match and uh, it's frozen. I needed the bottle. <laughs> Remind
1: <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we uh we, we kicked the old show off there with uh, Nancy Griffith's rendition of Claire to heal here and of course um there there's only one person that really that song reminds us both of. And I'm sure of it's course. the same for a lot of people in the community. But it's a big day for us. Um, we're up celebrating the uh, the Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial event. And we'll um, be heading off here, Ken, after the show for the 1 o'clock shotgun. Paddy Dunn has a full a full house up there today, up at Caledon Woods Golf Club. And just a reminder for those of you who are on your way up there right now, listening to the show, which hopefully is quite a few of you, hopefully you have cash in your pocket because there's no ATM there and they'll... Um, they much prefer now if you came up with a good hard cash here. So now so um fair play to you. Yeah, so you're you're th- you're yeah, not in Dublin. That'd be a good day. I, I thought you might have been in Dublin, but you're in Schligo, are you?
2: I'm in Sligo, and there's a uh, fair deuce to Sligo now. There's lots of Mayo flags flying. They're supporting the neighbouring county.
1: Oh no, isn't a that big, nice? Well, wow. a
2: big game tomorrow. A big game tomorrow. And um uh, i i arrived down as you know my dad uh he's uh, he's in Dunleary. he's he's training on his new his new prosthesis his new leg mm-hmm. I got him down home for the weekend and we arrived in yesterday and uh, my niece and nephew had decorated his whole house in mayo colors
1: Ah lovely <laughs> The flags
2: are flying everywhere and um, so he's a very excited man yeah he's, uh he's keeping the fingers and the toes and everything else crossed. Yeah, oh, I can pull this off.
1: Well, listen, it's uh, it's going to be a big weekend for them. And, um, you know, looking to obviously end a run of uh, 10 finals now, including two of them replays. And they're looking to be crowned the champs for the first time since 1951. Um, but, of course, to get there, they're going to have to take down a Dublin team chasing three in a row. And uh, no team has done that since Micko's Kerry team in 1986, Kenny. So... Listen, um, by all accounts, they're playing against the um, the best team in the country and arguably one of the best Gaelic football teams in history. Um, but if there's any team that can beat them, um, most people in the country would say that there is only one team that can beat them, and that's Mayo. And um, I tell you, I give them a great chance. I give, I'm giving them a great chance. Not many are. Um, but I think it's going to be a tight game, and I, I, I really think that... Um, I think I think I think Mayo are going to be really up for the game, and it's going to be. I close, think so, so too. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a great. Either way, it's always a great event. I mean, it's obviously sad when you're on the receiving end of the result uh, when when it doesn't go your way, but it's just a, a fantastic day out, and in um, you know. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see what happens, Kenny. We'll see what happens. You'll be watching that now at home, will you?
2: I will be. Uh, I will be watching it. We'll all be gathered round the old telly and uh, cheering on cheering on Mayo. We were yeah. having a, a good chat last night, my mum says to uh, to my dad, she said, well, you're kind of, you're in a good position anyway, because your father was from Dublin, so, you know, if if you lose, <laughs> you know, it's okay, he said, absolutely not, he said, mayo all the way, I, I and that's what I believe, and that's it, he said, so, <laughs> there's a fella true to his county where he was born anyway, right, so. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, and I and I echoed that sentiment, by the way, you know, I just said, you know, if it was Sligo and Mayo, it'd be Sligo all the way, you know. That's where you're <laughs> born. That's where it leaves us. And it would be interesting now, really, if if Mayo do pull it off, you'd have two uh, west of the Shannon, two Connacht teams holding oh, yes. two biggest trophies in the land.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Wouldn't that be something?
1: Yeah, I don't so think... that never happened. I don't know I if it has it or not happened. now. I don't know if it has or not, but... Um, Some I of our think smart
2: listeners th- might be able to <laughs> tell us now and correct <laughs> us, but I don't think it's ever happened.
1: They might they might be able to help us out there. But uh, I don't think the Mayo people will be counting their chickens on that one now. I have to tell you, though, no. I've, I've never heard Ros or Gloat about it being a, in any way uh, a dub. So that's very interesting. He's kept it very quiet, which tells me he might not be the very, very proud of that part of his... Uh, that part of his <laughs> heritage, so.
2: Ah, uh, no, in fairness, you know, he, he, he would be. Like, he was, you know,
1: he loved his daddy just like we all do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> ah, good man yourself. Well, that's great news Anything. now. Maybe try and get him out for an old carvery tomorrow and then see if the, you can get that to kind of blend into a couple of afternoon pints somewhere out in the town. We There's will nothing nicer we'll than definitely that do that. As the lads are cleaning yeah. up the carvery and the smell moves away and the smell of beer kind of takes over, Kenny. Pints of oh, Guinness. Oh, now, will. Huh? huh?
2: Your mouth, your mouth will be watering. Yeah,
3: it? it is just talking about it. It is, yeah. Well, listen, just to come back to the O'Loughlin uh, Memorial
2: yep. Gathering there, you'll have a great day up there. You're uh, you have big shoes now to keep uh, full. We won that thing last year, so I, I I expect that we'll see your names back on that mm. trophy um, yeah. at the end of today. that
1: will right? happen, Kenny. Yeah, listen, I, I already started filling out the card. We're five under already, and we've only four played, so don't worry about it. Good man. I'll have that That's thing. It. I'll have that thing rigged beyond belief. Yeah, yes,
2: the old rubber on the pencil, well worn out <laughs> by the end of the day.
1: Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Now, i pulled in a couple of lads from the Toronto Gales now. Uh, Cormac Bonner. It's a great old name, isn't it? Cormac Bonner and, um, and Barry brilliant. Finnerty and myself and Charlie Doorley. Now, I'm hoping Charlie Doorley got a new putter because uh, last time I was on a golf trip with him, he found out uh, that he was playing with a broken putter for four years and we made him throw it in the water and he did. So, I hope he bought a new one. <laughs> <He threw
2: so. laughs> I got it Good all on video. Charlie. Yeah. Oh Lord! Yeah, that's great. So
1: um, yeah, we'll we'll try and retain the old trophy here. And you're back in town this week, Kenny. I'll
2: be back later in the week. Yeah, and uh, I'll be uh, delighted to see your lovely face in studio next week for oh, sure.
1: Yes, wait till you see. I look I look great ah. these days. I'm looking great.
2: Yeah. Ah yeah, you're always looking great.
1: Right. You've a good old
2: outfit now for the uh, the tournament today.
1: I am. Um, got I'm wearing uh, like a. Kind of a peach-coloured top, and um, I took a look out the window today, and it looked like it might be a little bit cool. But then I went out, and so I put on the long pants. But it is not cool. It's lovely outside. It's a gorgeous day. So, you know, Eamon, Eamon has a habit of um, of bringing Lahinch weather to his uh, tournament, but he hasn't done it he today, does. Kenny. We're good to go. Paul sure. Grave, the sun, is, sun will be shining up there. I'm really looking forward. Wonderful. to it
2: Wonderful. Yeah. Ah, that's brilliant.
1: Well, I'm going to pile well, look, away yeah. with 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 an old Liz Dunvarna tune here now. So we're going to keep uh, at least early on in the show keep the old Claire team going for keep a the bit. Clare stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Have,
2: you have a, you a, do you have Joe lined up?
1: I have one here, yeah, yeah just in case well, uh, a, a request comes in from a listener.
2: I was smiling last night, Joe, and I leave you on this one. I know <laughs> you you get on the whole show here, but uh, I was um, I was out. I went to see your another Paliors down here in Sligo. Roddy Gillen and the Jazz Lads last night, and we uh, we saw it. And then a fella took over, and he was doing music. And I'll tell you one thing: the floor was pretty empty until he played your man Joe. Hey, Jordan.
1: I told you, and Kenny the
2: Floor was jammed. Well, the, they were going mad. They were.
1: Oh sure, why wouldn't oh, yeah. they? Yeah.
2: So and he's mad. There you go.
1: He's mad. That's People why I like love him. Joe. Yeah, gets the feet moving, <laughs> so he does
2: gets the feet moving is
1: right alright pal all right, well, listen pal. All, all the best to Razor and to the rest of the family I'm glad he's recovering well there and uh, you he's in very good hands there with uh, with me uh, with me pal Ken so um, best of luck to everybody and uh, good luck to Mayo tomorrow Kenny
2: thanks a million all okay,
0: the pal. best alright good luck Bye-bye. bye 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 oh
4: How's it going there, everybody, from Cork, New York, Dundalk, Gurtahawk and Glenamaddy. Here we are in the County Clare, and it's a long, long way from here to there. There's the Burren, and the Cliffs more and the Tulla, and the Kilfinore, and Michael Russell, Dr Bill. Willie Clancy and Noel Hill Flutes and fiddles everywhere If it's music you want You should go to
0: Clare Oh, Listun, Barnum Listun, 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 Barnum
4: Sure, everybody needs a break Climb a mountain or jump in a lake Some head off to exotic places Others go to the Galway races A cousin of mine goes potholing A cousin of hers loves Joe Dolan Matty goes to the south of France, and Jim to the dogs, and Peter to the dance. Summer comes around each year, we go there, and they come here. Some jet off to Fahilliana but I always go to Listoon Varna. Oh,
0: Listoon Varna! Listoon, Listoon,
4: I always leave of a Thursday night with my tent and my ground sheet rolled up tight. I like to hit Listoon. You know, around Friday afternoon, this gives me time to get my gear together. I don't need to worry about the weather. Ramble in for a pint or because you never know who'd be hanging about. There's a Dutchman playing a mandolin, a you know? German looking for limoges, and there's Adam Bono and Gareth Fitzgerald getting their photo taken for the Sunday World. Finnbar Charlie, and Jim Hand and they're drinking pints to beat the band in the you know, grand. Oh, let's do. Still, they're still, they're still, they're still the multitudes they flock in throngs to hear the music and the songs, and motorbikes and high S vans with bottles, barrels, flagons, cans. Where you crack? Loads of frolics, pioneers and alcoholics, and black like, Spook in the FCA and Free Mickey Kelly in the. Chests and milk white ties and Mickey Dodgers in disguise. McGraths, O'Briens, Pippins, Coxes, massage parlors and horse boxes, or tea, or making tapes, taking breaks and throwing shapes. There's Aurons, Bowrons, Amadons, Arab sheiks, Hindu Sikhs, Jesus freaks. This is heaven. This is hell. Who cares? Who can tell? Anyone for the last few ices now? Oh.
0: Let's do let's do let's do let's do divide
4: 747 for Jackson Brown They had to build a special room just to get him down Before the chieftains could start to play Seven creamy pints came out in the tray Sherga was ridden by Lord Lucan Sean Cannon did the backstage cooking planet were playing Harry's game And Christy was singing Nancy Spain and Mary O'Hara and Brush Shields Together doing the four green fields Van de and Emmy Lou And Moving Hearts and Planksty too Whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody needs a break. Climb a mountain or jump in a lake. Sean Doherty goes to the Roses of and Oliver J. Flanagan goes swimming in the holy sea. But I like the music in the open air. So every summer I go to Clare. Cos Woodstock knockin' the Feast of Canna could hold a match to Lister and Varna. Oh, Listern Varna. Listern, uh,
0: Listern, Listern, Listern Lister Varna. Oh, Lister and Varna
1: all right there we go and uh, continuing the very strong uh clear theme that we have today and of course uh, on the line now um a man that uh, obviously had a very strong connection to the man who started this radio show is on the line here now to do the news from ireland desmond as an aside we have um memorial golf tournament for Eamon today and uh, we'll all be thinking of you up there and um We'll uh, we'll be wheeling off here immediately after the show to go straight over there. But good morning. Give us the news.
5: I will indeed. Uh, Thank you very much for that, uh, Mark. A little lump in my throat there thinking about Eamon this morning. So uh, good luck to everyone taking part in his Memorial Golf Tournament today. And I know he would love to be out there on the links with everybody today. And uh, thank you very much, uh, folks. And good morning. And Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, there was an Irish victim in yesterday's bomb attack on the London Underground. The Irish Independent reports that one Irish person was one of 29 victims of the terrorist attack. While an arrest has been made this morning in connection with the attack, a spokesman of A spokesperson for the Department of Foreign Affairs in Dublin told the newspaper that the Irish victim was offered consular assistance. However, that assistance was refused politely, as it was believed that the injury was minor. Another Irish citizen, Rory Rigney, 37, from Dublin, was also caught up in the attack and the stampede afterwards, but avoided injury. Well, while two Irish families breathed sighs of relief that their loved ones survived the London attack, back across the Irish Sea, American and Irish families were this week burying their dead after a week of carnage on Ireland's roads on both sides of the island. This past Monday, two American tourists were killed in a car crash on the N20 Limerick to Cork Road at Waterloo Junction near Blarney in County Cork. 59-year-old Peggy Sue Adams from Ohio and James Baker, 62, from Indiana, were killed in their rented car when it, struck, when it was struck by a truck. Peggy Sue's husband, Jack, who was driving, and James's wife, Deborah, were seriously injured in the collision and were taken to Cork University Hospital. Meanwhile, three generations of the same family died in a separate car crash near Claremore's County Mayo. RTE News identified the three locally as Sean Wilson, age 7, his mother Marcella Wilson, said to be in her 40s, and her mother Mary Ann Wilson, in her 70s. Gardaí reported that all three died instantly when their car also collided with a truck on the N17. The Herald reports that Marcella was travelling to Clare Morris with her mother to catch a bus to Galway. They had missed the bus in Castle Bar and were travelling to Galway for Mary Ann's hospital appointment. In a sad touch, as the three were buried yesterday at the funeral mass at St. Joseph's Church in Binghamstown, Marcella's daughter, Kelly, aged 14, placed her junior cert results on her mother's coffin. Well, an update to one of our big crime stories last week, that Garda Commissioner Noreen O'Sullivan stunned the policing world by announcing her retirement this past Sunday. The move came after two damning reports late last week, which faulted the National Police Force for inflating statistics tens of thousands of wrongful convictions and poor leadership, amongst many other findings. The Herald reports that she will be stepping down with a full pension of €90,000 per year and a lump sum of €300,000 after three years on the job. O'Sullivan said in a statement that she made the decision because she felt that, quote, the core of my job is now about responding to an unending cycle of requests, questions, instructions and public hearings. Well, in sports news this week, it's been a crazy week in the world of Irish soccer, and not always in the best possible way. While his boys have been in fine form on the pitch this season, the Scottish Sun reports that Northern Ireland international manager Michael O'Neill has been charged with drunk driving. The Ballymena resident was pulled over just before 1am local time this past Sunday. He reportedly failed a breath test when stopped by police just outside of Edinburgh, where the 48-year-old father of two owns a house. He is due to appear in Edinburgh Sheriff Court on October 10th, five days after the Northern team's big home qualifier game against Germany. The Belfast Telegraph reports that if convicted, he would likely face a driving ban and a fine. In other soccer news, the Gardaí's fraud squad descended on the Bray Wanderers this week, but they weren't looking for autographs. Gardaí are continuing their probes into alleged match-fixing after a recent game between the County Wicklow team and Watford FC, which took place on Friday, September 8th, which Watford won 5-0. According to the Herald, members of the Garda National Economic Crime Bureau, formerly the fraud squad, questioned a number of players this past Tuesday night. Afterwards, the team did not proceed with its scheduled practice. The investigation comes only about a week after two athlone players were each handed year-long bans from competitive soccer after a probe into suspicious bets made in Asia for a game against Longford this past April, which Longford won 3-1. Latvian goalkeeper Igors Labutz and Romanian defender Dragos Svritsjan were banned from all football activity under the FAI banner for 12 months. They were found to have broken three rules, including manipulating matches and betting. The two men have since launched appeals. Well, this week in Irish history on September 16, 1934, famed Dubliner singer Ronnie Drew is born. On September 15, 1905, Dr. Pat O'Callaghan, Ireland's first Olympic gold medalist, is born in Canturk County Cork. He won Ireland's first gold in the hammer throw at the Amsterdam Games in 1928 and repeated his feat at the Los Angeles Games in 1932. September 11th is a date synonymous with terror in places like the United States and Chile, and so too is it in Ireland as that date marks the end of the Siege of Drogheda. Oliver Cromwell ordered his forces to put the town to the sword. About 6,000 of his soldiers killed about 2,000 in the county Louth town, including unarmed civilians. On a more peaceful and positive note, Ireland joined the League of Nations in Geneva, Switzerland, as an independent nation on September 10th, 1923. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the man who's flying solo today, Mark O'Brien and Keolagus Crack. So, until next week, folks, Slango Foil.
6: It must have been cold in my shadow To never have sunlight on your face You were content to let me shine You always walked a step behind I was the one with all the glory You are the one with all the strength
3: Only a face without a name I never
7: once heard you Complain. Did you ever know that you're my hero? And everything I would like to be, I could.
6: The wind beneath my
3: wings
7: It might have appeared To go unnoticed But I kept it all Here in my heart I want you to know I know the truth I would be nothing Without you
8: Way in Etobicoke. Call 416 Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
1: Alright, there you go. And of course, uh, the Galway Arms as usual. Uh, I suppose the ultimate day at the Galway Arms is tomorrow. They had the hurling final a couple of days ago and by all accounts, or a couple of weeks ago, and by all accounts, there was great cracking there that day. A lot of people hung out after the game. So hopefully you'll see the same thing happen tomorrow. But it kicks off in the morning, of course, with the minor game where uh, Derry take on Kerry. Kerry going for their fourth minor title in a row, which is incredible. And uh, Derry are looking to play spoilers in that game as well. So get down there to the Galway Arms um, tomorrow morning, um, 8.30. There will likely be a bit of breakfast going as well. And um, I'm sure there'll be a great crowd in for the big big day with uh, Mayo taking on Dublin. And uh, both of those teams have named uh, unchanged um, players or teams, if you will, for the final. Uh, tomorrow so um should be a very interesting game anyway i'll be down there for sure with bells on and i hope to see a few of you down there keep her going here with a bit of music and uh will uh, will take a spin away here from uh, we had colin wilkinson there on the wind beneath uh wind beneath my wings there um just before the galway arms commercial um and of course uh, that goes out a song uh, reminds me so much of Eamon as well um partially because of who sings the song it is colin wilkinson who sang um, incredibly well at um, at Eamon's funeral on the day, so uh, the, the the two the two combined bring back um, you know sad but great memories. Anyway, we'll keep it going here, and I suppose in honour of our our Dublin listeners here, I give the Dubs a hard time sometimes, um, um, but that has to be uh, understandable given I come from Leash and they're always uh, they're always baiting us down there. Anyway, so um, this goes out to all the uh, the Dublin fans that'll be in the the Galway Arms tomorrow, and. Um, I suppose, a a Dublin song that most people will be familiar with. Dublin City and the rare old times.
7: Raised on songs and stories Heroes of renown The passing tales and glories That once was Dublin town The hallowed halls and houses The haunting children's rhymes That once was Dublin city In the rare old times Ring-a-ring As the light atlines I'll remember Dublin City In the rare old times Oh, me name it is Sean Dempsey As Dublin as can be Born hard and late in Pimlico In a house that ceased to be By trade I was a cooper Lost out to redundancy Like my house that fell to progress My trade's a memory And I courted Peggy Dagnan As pretty as you please A rogue and child of Mary From the rebel liberties I lost her to a student lad With skin as black as coal When he took her off to Birmingham She took away my soul Ring-a-ring-a, rosy, As the light it lights I remember Dublin City in the
4: red old times.
7: All oh, the years have made me bitter, and drink has dimmed my brain. For Dublin keeps on changing. And nothing seems the same The metropolitan pillar are gone The royal long since pulled down As that grey unyielding concrete Makes a city of my town So goodbye on I can no longer stay And watch the new glass cages That rise up along the quay My mind's too full of memories Too old to hear new chimes I'm a part of what was Dublin In the rare old times Ring-a-ring as the light at I remember Dublin City in the rare old times ring a ring a rosy as the light at I remember Dublin City
8: in the
4: rare
8: Call 416 866 8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's. Serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416 815 7562.
1: All right, there we go. We'll get down there to PJ O'Brien's. Um and uh, get your uh, get your subs in down there as well, or the Irish Embassy, and um, go and say hello to the Queen family there. Um, I just wanted to uh, do a big shout out. In fact, I got a great note from um, uh, Maureen O'Leary uh, this week, and she wanted to uh, acknowledge a couple of things, which um, uh, which I, I think are very important in the community. Um, first of all, a, a huge congratulations to. Um, uh the executive of the uh, irish cultural society on a fantastic day um last weekend um i uh, met several people who attended the event and said that it was an absolutely incredible show um a well-attended event which is fantastic and of course this community continues to uh just continues to to support each other and uh, and i think that the uh, irish cultural society have a lot to be proud of and um I know they've got some other events coming up very soon as well, but I wanted to pay um, a particular... uh, I wanted to pay a particular compliment to that event last week, which I was unfortunately unable to attend. Um, I had a conflict uh, with another event that I uh, I had to attend myself, but um, I'm so happy that uh, it, was, it was so well attended. So congratulations to everybody involved there. Um, I also wanted to do a big shout out as well to Bill and Phyllis Turner on their, um, I believe their 50th wedding anniversary, which I missed last weekend. And um just wanted to um uh pay uh big say a big congrats to, to those folks over there and um hope uh, hope you celebrated that one in style, Bill and Phyllis. Right, we'll keep it going here. Well we had an old Dublin tune. It's only fair here that we uh, that we match it up with an old Mayo tune. Uh, the Mayo folks uh, of course have been supporting their team. Um, I was fortunate enough to go back and see the Kerry replay and uh, there was no doubt that um, no doubt that they, they outnumbered the Kerry uh, supporters. they're a tremendous county for supporting their team and i 'm sure that the boys and girls from county Mayo will all be uh, some of them getting in the cars tonight, some of them are getting on planes, and uh, some of them are getting in the cars tomorrow morning but anyway here 's Margot the boys from county Mayo <laughs>
9: search all So weather, don't show the...
1: Going now. That song goes out to Charlie dorley who's a massive fan of Margot, and um, we'll um, hopefully he's hopefully he's listening in there, and we can um, and uh, he can uh, he could get a little bit of Margot there. I'm sure he could. Um, Ken is not in studio, but he conducted a very interesting uh, interview last week with um, the chef from the Guinness Storehouse. His name was Chef Justin O'Connor, and uh, he was over here visiting the folks, um, uh, some folks here in Toronto promoting uh, Guinness uh, Storehouse. And um, I'm just going to see if I can get this done, <clears throat> loaded up properly, but it's a fascinating interview. And uh, bear with me here and we'll try and get uh, get this interview loaded up here. Thank you.
2: From Dublin, I have Chef Justin O'Connor, better known as Chef Jock, Head of Guinness Storehouse, Head Chef at Guinness Storehouse. Jock, you're very welcome to Keolix Crack. How's things going
10: uh, really good, Ken. Um, it's good to be in Toronto. It's a great city.
2: Fair play to you. Yeah, not a bad city now, is it?
10: Yeah, no, it's big. It's big. It's not like uh, back home. So uh, yeah, it's a busy old place.
2: Tell me, have you ever been to Toronto before? Oh yeah,
10: I actually have. In 1993, uh, I actually came over to walk in Toronto um, in the King Edward Hotel, um, and I walked there with Chef John Higgins, um, and it was it was a long time ago now, but. And it's changed after coming back into the city now, looking around. I don't really notice too many landmarks by the Irish pubs, of course.
2: <laughs> There's no doubt about it. The city has certainly changed since uh, the 1990s. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot more of the old uh, skyscrapers hanging around the city. And uh, the old, uh, what used to be the Skydome Rogers Centre, you You'd barely recognize that coming in the highway now.
10: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, you know, we're actually due to go down to the, to the dome uh, tomorrow, I believe. So I'm looking forward to that.
2: Ah, very good, excellent. Well, listen, tell us you're you're here in Toronto for a couple of days. You're promoting Guinness and food with Guinness, I take it. How did that all come about?
10: Um, I suppose like I'm, I'm chef in the last 28 years, and for the past 14 years, I've been in the Guinness storehouse and uh, the Guinness and Field has just grown um, over those years, and certainly in the last five or six years, uh, with the craft beers and, um, you know, Guinness makes great like, beers, and we're up there with the best. So, um, I suppose what's coming, well, the reason why we're over here is obviously to p- promote the Guinness Storehouse as a tourist destination. Um, we, you know, every year, 1.7 million people come to the Guinness Storehouse. It's the Ireland's number one visitor uh, uh, attraction. So, for us, uh, me over here, I want to kind of showcase Guinness and field, and not necessarily Guinness in field, but it's kind of Guinness and paired with different, uh, with different fields and such. And it's not just the Guinness itself; it's Hop House Tour game, one of the new beers that we have. Um, so it's it's exciting to be over here and telling uh, the Canadian Toronto people all about it.
2: Fair play to you, yeah. The uh, the Hop House 13 that's uh, that's going quite well. I see it in all the pubs around. So. That's mighty. Tell us a little bit maybe for our listeners who haven't been to the storehouse, what kind of experience would they get when they uh, they arrive at the storehouse?
10: Well, the first thing you'll experience is a big smile and a welcome um, and basically what, what it is, it's, it's uh, when you walk into the entrance of a, you're literally in the middle of a, the biggest point glass in the world if you look up it's shaped up through the floors, to seven floors uh, and it's shaped like a point of Guinness. Um so when you arrive there um you're greeted by your Sunday and you basically do a walk and tour or you can have a guided tour through the building where you learn all about the, the brand, about the Guinness itself, how it's made, the ingredients. You actually get to taste some different uh, samples, some new beers, um and as you make your way through the floors, each floor has something uh, interactive. Um but for me the the most important floor is the fifth floor which is where our restaurants are. So that's where we celebrate our Guinness and Field. Um, we have three restaurants up there, um, one called 1837, and the reason it's called 1837, and this is a good one, is that um, it was the first time that um, Guinness and Field was referenced uh, as being paired, uh, Guinness being paired with field. And it was actually Benjamin Disraeli, the British Prime Minister at the time, um, mentioned how well his oysters and his beer went well together. So. It's a little uh, nice little landmark for us as well, you know. Very good, yeah. And a long way back, 1837.
2: My goodness, 1837.
10: Yeah. So we're we're brewing beer for over uh, 250 years, and we're a nine thousand year lease on the Guinness uh, Storehouse itself. Um, but I suppose what the you know besides the the rest of the tour and the field, uh, there's an exciting end to the tour, which is the head of the Guinness, if you like, and it's a 360 degree. Um, panoramic view of Dublin City, so on a nice sunny day you can see everywhere from Wicklow Mountains to Crow Park uh, to the Visa Stadium, um, it's it's really beautiful up there.
2: The sight of many an exciting Irish day, and of course it's always sunny in Dublin anyway, isn't
10: it? Ah yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs>
2: so Tell me, what are some of the, the favourite recipes you might have
10: uh,
2: with with Guinness, what are some of your favourites?
10: Listen, some of them are, are the classic ones, I mean I suppose if we're talking uh, the most popular one uh, in the storehouse would be uh, classic beef and guinness stew and there's no uh, secret to it, it's a simple stew like our know, mother or grandmother would have made. Um, in any one year we'd in, in our three restaurants we'd serve maybe 75,000 beef and guinness stew, so it's a nice big figure. Um, uh, I suppose the next one to that is we have a Guinness beef burger in it that we do serve in the 1837 restaurant as well um, and you know that's up there with the stew and of course the Guinness and oysters which is a you know it's a match made in heaven between the two of them but probably one of my favourite ones uh, would be the Guinness uh, in a mussel, uh, sorry the mussels in a Guinness cream sauce um, so it's a nice twist on the French classic of a white wine sauce but with the Guinness you get, you know, you get a bit of body and soul in the in the sauce where you have you know nice strong flavors and again it's against the sweetness of the mussels so But by, by far that's me the most favorite one
0: very good
2: well maybe um after after this you can you can share that recipe with me and i'll post it out to all our uh, our listeners so they can try that at
10: home absolutely and it's really easy and again there's no uh, secret uh tips or it's just it's straightforward enough
2: very good, that's great. Tell me, was there any, uh, who, who are some of the maybe the famous people you've you, have, you have done a, a Guinness meal for?
10: Um, I suppose the, the few people that have uh, come through that I kind of always remark about would be the likes of Tom Cruise, uh, Conan O'Brien was in as well, and uh, Beyonce is, is a big fan of the storehouse, um, and of course we cooked for uh, the Queen of England as well um, some years ago. Uh, which was a uh, it was a great day for the Guinness Storehouse as well, and certainly put us uh, out there with with the best of such. Um So yeah, lots of stars coming through, and um, the Guinness Storehouse. Um, it is Ireland's number one visitor attraction, uh, so it's it's a great place.
2: Now oh, that's wonderful. Well, I know lots of our listeners would have been there, but I'm sure there's plenty that still have it on the bucket list to do so. We'll make sure when they're in there they can pop in and uh again on the line here i have chef jock he's the head chef at guinness storehouse and go in there now and say that you heard jock on keologous crack and you never know he might throw you an extra muscle in that uh in that bit of dinner huh
10: yeah absolutely and anybody does say to me you know i'm always up in the restaurant so you will see me up there for sure
2: great stuff you mentioned uh conan o'brien he did a he did his show from toronto for about a week and there's a place right behind the King Eddie called P.J. O'Brien's, oh, yeah. and uh, they actually changed the name on it for Conan, and they had it Conan O'Brien. So he he paid a visit in there one time. So uh, Pat Quinn, God rest his soul, he was a- always into the marketing and uh, yeah. fair play to him, he uh, he covered that base very well. So you will have to drop in there to P.J.'s now and have a pint.
10: Well, I'm I'm due to make a re- a reunion of a couple of chefs uh, this evening down by the King Eddie, so it's it's just. It's not too far away from there, so
2: right behind it
10: will be there.
2: Good stuff. Justin, thanks a million for your time here today. Uh, delighted to have you on the show, and maybe we can do this again in the future.
10: Yeah, and hopefully maybe from, from Dublin.
2: That'll be great. Thanks a million,
10: Listen, thanks and enjoy your fun.
2: stay in Toronto.
10: Thank you. All the best, and
2: bye-bye.
8: In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The Widget
1: makes every can of guinness guinness all right folks and it's time for the uh, guinness community calendar of events so we'll dovetail in from that excellent interview with uh, justin o'connor into the um, calendar of events well tip are at it again from the 21st of september to the 7th of october at 8 p.m at the alumni theater on 70 berkeley street it's 1822 rural ireland and the defrocked Reverend Berkeley arrives to escort 17-year-old Hannah to England, where she's to be married to an English Marcus to save her mother from the deaths of the country manor. Anyway, finding Hannah and the house haunted by voices and psychic currents, the Reverend proposes a seance with catastrophic consequences. Anyway, that sounds enthralling. The Ireland, um, uh, the ICCCTO, fourth annual President's Dinner keynote speaker, Paul Quigley, the co-founder and CEO of Newswhip, which is a technology that helps the world's leading publishers and brands predict and understand the stories that will engage their audiences. He's the main man, and that's on October the 18th at the National Club, and that's at 303 Bay Street, 5.30 cocktail, 6.30 dinner, and the keynote address. It's $150 per person or $1,500 per table. You can go to www.icccto.com forward slash shop. All right. The annual Ireland Fun Day at the Races, one of the best days out in the community, is taking place on Saturday, October the 21st, of course, as usual, at Woodbine Racetrack. And it's going to be held this year at the Post Parade Room, where you can enjoy the magnificent view of the track. An extensive buffet lunch, mix and mingle with owners and trainers and participate in the live and silent auctions. And of course, the proceeds from uh, from this event support the Celtic Studies ...program at St. Michael's College in the University of Toronto. So uh, don't be afraid as well to look snazzy for today. Get out your, your garden party hat and Con O'Connell will have that hat with the horses on it, I'm sure. Get that fabulous tie out because there will be prizes for the best dressed. 12 o'clock buffet. Lunch is at 1pm. Um, uh, sorry, uh, 12, p- 12 o'clock is the buffet lunch. 1pm is post-time tickets... Three thousand dollars for a race sponsorship, including a table of ten. Thirteen hundred and fifty dollars for a table of ten. Individual tickets are one hundred and thirty-five dollars, and hundred dollars for people under the age of thirty-five. That'll be myself. Dancing is starting back in Mississauga on Monday night, uh, on Monday nights at the Irish Supporters Club in Ridgeway Drive, and on Wednesday nights at the Emerald Isle Senior Society at twenty-four fifty-two Danforth Avenue. Call 416-446-6993 and talk to Maureen or you can email her at moleary2001 at rogers.com. And um, Maureen also wants to pass on her congratulations to the uh, ICS executive on a great day last Sunday. But for all that information, oh, there's one other thing um, I have here on a side piece of paper. The annual Kieran Byrne Memorial Golf Day run by St. Pat's Gaelic Football Club is taking place on Saturday, September the 30th. That's at Hidden Lakes. It's $125, and that includes your golf cart and meal. That's not a shabby deal at all. And uh, that's all taking place, and that kicks off at 10 a.m. Want some information on that? Go to St. Pat's Toronto, S-T-P-A-T-S, Toronto, at gmail.com, and you can get some more information on that. Right, we'll go on here with a bit of music before we come back and uh, sign off for the day. (laughs)
3: As I went out through Dublin city at the hour of twelve in the night, who should I see but the Spanish lady washing her feet by candlelight? First she washed them, then she dried them over a fire of amber coal. In all me life I ne'er did see a maid so neat about the soul. Whack for the turlur laddie, whack for the turlur laddie, whack for the turlur laddie on the trailer as I came back through Dublin City at the time of half past eight, who should I see but the Spanish lady brushing her hair so trim and neat? First she teased it, then she brushed it. On her lap was a silver comb In all me life I ne'er did see so fair a maids inside it roam Whack fullato laddie, whack fullato Wack lay whack fullato. As I went round Old Dublin city When the sun began to set Who should I meet but the Spanish Lady catching a moth In the golden net When she spied me, quick she fled me Lifting her petticoat over the knee In all me life I ne'er did see a maid So gay as the Spanish lady Whack of tooroo laddie Whackful of White for the I stopped to look, but the watchman passed. Says he, young fella, know the night is late. Along with you know or I will wrestle you straightway through the Bridewell Gate. I threw a kiss to the Spanish lady, hot as a fire of angry coal. In all me life I ne'er did see a maid so sweet about the soul. Wipe for the tooral, ooral a for the tooral, ooral a lay Wipe for the tour ooral a-dee. for the tooral, ooral a-dee. As I went out
1: through Dublin City. <kit> Alright folks, 11.57 here. Uh, time for, uh, for this man to, uh, to head off onto the Highway 407 and head up north on Highway 50. And head towards Caledon Golf Club to uh, celebrate with all of Eamon O'Loughlin's friends as we celebrate the life of a great man. Uh, Slan agus I'm going to go out here with a song um, uh, aptly titled uh, "Friends for Life," and uh, that's uh, that's what that's what it's all about up in Caledon Woods today. It's all about friends celebrating life and staying friends forever. Slan agus ghlair.
6: world apart is a shining pony, one-horn romantic of old stories, dining on our landscapes and on sea breezes, while we rest on seats with the other creatures. We are benched by the life of a forbidden to promise, feeling on our subjects of the open-hearted, till not could be said, but she Friends for life Are friends for life Oh, pining in the night Has ceased and With each noise once that I told the peace, So oh, high now Winging it with ease Well, the sprinkled beast step master Held hands keep a swooping in don't oh, mind it, moonlight hunters, treetops swaying, and far beyond view, where she may sleep and feast far from her friends oh, for life. But you're a tear away, you're gonna run off in the night, you're gonna leave that girl smiling in the shadow of the spine, you're on your way to somewhere, but leave. Celebrate you let
2: This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the International